And good afternoon. Welcome back to this portion of the Pat Miller Program. Very glad that you all are with us. Don't forget, tomorrow we're going to be downtown at the Grand Wayne Center, and it's going to be the prelude to the Republican Bean Dinner. Our special guest in the course of all the other guests, um, former Vice President Mike Pence will be with us uh, there at the event. So hope you all come out if you can. Today, right now, we want to talk about something that uh, a lot of people should be concerned with. Uh, We're talking to Dr. Albert Rizzo, who's with the American Lung Association. Dr. Rizzo, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you. Hello. Yeah, very glad to have you with us. So we're talking here about whooping cough. um, And whooping cough, um, if you are in a high-risk area, and I'm just going to tell you right now, my wife is in a high-risk area because of asthma and other problems, and she's had a lot of coughing in the last couple of weeks. Um, she's given herself, you know, tests at home for COVID and all the other stuff. Um, and so I'm, you know, I, we know it's not that, but after reading some of the notes that I'm going to cover with you today, I kind of wonder if she's one of those that ought to get checked out for whooping cough. It's very possible because, as you said, I mean, people have symptoms similar to COVID or influenza, they get tested for those two things and not bound to have it. So certainly other common colds can do it, but pertussis needs to be kept on the radar screen because if it's found early enough during the first week or two, antibiotics can be very helpful. Unfortunately, after that, the cough can linger for a number of weeks, up to maybe 8, 10, or 12 weeks, and can be a significant cough and affect quality of life. And you mentioned asthma, and certainly asthma or underlying COPD, any chronic lung condition, Individuals can have more symptoms because of the inflammation in their lungs that's already present, and the pertussis bacteria leads to more inflammation, uh, can lead to more complications, and unfortunately hospitalization uh, in those individuals at risk. Well, and in the notes that I received to get ready for our interview, Dr. Rizzo, it's even stated there that if you have asthma, if you've been living with asthma, you're four times more likely uh, risk to have the infection or complications of pertussis. Correct. Correct. So if, if somebody – go ahead. I was going to say the bacteria uh, affects the nasal passages and the respiratory passages and causes inflammation, which is what asthma is to begin with. So it worsens the inflammation, makes it harder to clear secretions, and makes those airways narrower so it's harder to get the air in and out, and it can flare the underlying disease. Now, is, is this a disease that has no pretense? And by that I mean we hear, okay, this particular disease uh, affects – African-Americans much more than Caucasians. This one seems to affect people in northeast United States or in the mountain areas. Is pertussis not like that? Is it not significant in certain races or certain localities? No, it's really it's a, an indiscriminate virus, a bacteria, I'm sorry. It affects anybody, and it is very contagious. It's more contagious than COVID or influenza with regard to transmitting it from person to person. Uh, recently, the last 20 years, there have been more pockets of uh, infection being noticed. I mean, uh, pertussis had a great vaccine developed in the mid-1900s, became very effective, remains very effective. The problem, and what the American Lung Association is raising awareness of, is that right now only 30% of adults have had a recent vaccine in the last 10 years for pertussis. And without the vaccine, the pertussis infection can be very easily transmitted from person to person, especially those at risk like the asthmatics or the COPD patients. Does it, does it transmit through the air? I mean, is that how it's done, through yeah. coughs and droplets and all that? Coughing, coughing, sneezing, exactly. Okay. Um, so only 30% of the adults have had it in the last 10 years, the, vac- the vaccine. 
Um, Correct. And this is a vaccine that, from all I remember of it, it doesn't carry any odd or weird side effects. There's no reason to run for the hills like some people are saying. You're not going to give me that COVID right. vaccine. This one hasn't had that kind of a response, right? Right. It's a, it's a vaccine that's given in combination with tetanus and diphtheria. It's been around for about 70 years. Uh, maybe a little forearm is about the most most individuals will, will feel. And as recommended, it's a, it's a childhood vaccine that is given prior to entering school. They get five doses from age two months up to about five, six years of age. And then after that, uh, starting about age 11 or 12, it's recommended that every 10 years the vaccine booster be given, the Tdap be given, to keep the immune system uh, up to date. I mean, because it's every 10 years, I'm just going to be very candid with you. I'm 68 years old. I've gone, in the last 10 years, I've gone through a kidney transplant and a virus infection because of my immune system and back surgery and hip surgery. So I've, you know, I know doctors on a first name basis, okay? Um, but right, right. but but have I had have I had this vaccination in the last ten years? I can't even remember if I have or haven't. Well, most people can't, but I think if you've been through the medical things that you have, your physicians most likely have a record of that and probably made sure that your immune vaccination record was up to date. But individuals really should check with their primary care doctors. And if you really can't remember, have no evidence when you last had a tetanus or diphtheria pertussis vaccine, again, they're given all together, it never hurts to get one because even if you get one you know, after five years or eight years and you didn't know you had it, it gives you protection. So you don't want to go 15, 20 years without a pertussis vaccine. Okay. And, and so if I get a hold of my doctor, I mean, I'd love to come see you, but you're in Delaware. Odds are I'm not driving there. Uh, but but, but the, the tetanus, the diphtheria, and, and the pertussis, that's all together in one vaccination. Right. Okay, so if I call in and say, hey, I really need to come in, make sure I have this, that, that I just need to schedule an appointment and go get that handled. That should, should be the case you can do. And also these are often available in many of the pharmacies and chains across the country. As long as you know you need it, uh, you can also get it at those locations. Um, again, just going back real quick, and again, we're talking to Dr. Albert Rizzo. He's the chief medical officer for the American Lung Association. I mentioned that my wife has asthmas, uh, and, and she also has a lot of allergies that, that, you know, certain times of year. There's certain things that get her in the spring. There's certain things that get her in the fall. Right now, she's had a horrible time, and then she also then gets this cough. Is, is Sometimes, is, is pertussis more prevalent along with not just asthma, but also certain kinds of, of allergies, or are they separate? No, it really can be separate. All it does is it just worsens the symptoms that those allergies and asthma would do, but it doesn't mean you're higher likely to get it. Uh, but when you do get it, you have a higher risk of developing more symptoms and more complications. So keeping your vaccine up to date is the best way to prevent that. Yeah. If, look, if you're living with COVID or asthma, visit lung.org slash pertussis, P-E-R-T-U-S-S-I-S, lung.org slash pertussis. Our guest today, and I really appreciate it, Dr. Albert Rizzo, He's the chief medical officer from the American Lung Association. That chief medical officer, that means he kind of knows what he's talking about. Uh, listen, Dr. Rizzo, for your time today, sir, thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity to share this important information. You bet. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Podcasts by Federated Media.